to life, back to reality. Welcome in to another week and another month of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. This is the show all about Dixie. And we're glad that you could tune us in here on our first work day of the month of December. Hope your weekend was good and you're getting all that you need to do accomplished, getting ready for a couple more weeks of work, followed by a couple of weeks of goofing off and seeing family and eating lots of fun and opening lots of presents. That's what we hope you've got lined up for the rest of December. On today's Y'all Show in Hour 2, we're going to be joined by Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola. And Jerry is going to talk to us about the loss of President George H.W. Bush over the weekend as he died at the age of 94 in Texas. And we'll have details on memorial services and more for the former president in just a sec here on the Y'all Show today. Also, Jerry's going to talk to us about Christmas lights. Yes, I know many of you already have your Christmas display up or you're going out and buying lots more to add to it. Well, Jerry, we'll find out exactly what he's got going on in Takapola with his Christmas holiday lights and the tradition of that for so many of you across the region. We'll have all that. And an hour or two, as we begin that hour, we're going to tell you about college bowl games. As the final four of college football was announced Sunday, and we've got the breakdown. Of course, it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma gets that fourth seed. And we'll tell you about the matchups. We'll go through the complete bowl schedule for college football. Plus, we'll look at a couple of NFL news and notes from the weekend. We had a firing in the NFL on Sunday. We'll tell you about that all ahead in hour two of today's Y'all Show. As we conclude today's hour one, we're going to give you a Y'all Street business report. We've got a big media transaction that has gone down today in the South. Well, it involves a Southern company. We'll tell you about that coming up on the Y'all Show today. And we've got other business news and notes to pass along. All of that ahead on the business report. We've got hashtag Hullabaloo also in the next segment. So, man, we have it all. Our number here on the Y'all Show is 803-816-1170. You can call or text that number any old time you feel like it. Would love to get your input here on this all-Dixie program. And as we start our look around the South, of course, late Friday evening, just before midnight Houston time, it was announced that President George H.W. Bush, the 41st president of the United States, died. And that was announced by his son, George W. Bush. Bush served as president from 1989 to 1993. And he died technically on December 1st, but it really was, I think it was actually November 30th, because he died in Houston, Texas. The former president's body left Ellington Field in Houston today on its way to the U.S. Capitol. It flew on Air Force One. It will lie in state, his body will, in the Capitol Rotunda tonight until Wednesday morning. The public is invited to pay their respects from 6.30 p.m. tonight until 7.40 a.m. on Wednesday. A funeral service will follow for President Bush Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern at the Washington National Cathedral, and the former president's body will then be taken back to Joint Base Andrews for transport back to Houston. President Donald Trump has designated Wednesday as a National Day of Mourning. Bush will lie and repose at St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston Wednesday evening with a funeral service at the church set for 10 a.m. Central Time on Thursday. From there, the casket will be Texas, taken to Texas A&M University, the home of President Bush's presidential library, and it will go there via train. That's kind of cool. He will be interred at the family plot at the George Bush Presidential Library and Museum Thursday afternoon. 
Bush will be buried alongside his wife, Barbara, who died in, in April, and his daughter, Robin, who died of leukemia back in 1953 at the age of three. President George H.W. Bush dead at the age of 94. In lieu of flowers, the Bush family has asked that donations be made to the George Bush School of Government and Public Service at Texas A&M University. And did you see the picture of the president's service dog that was resting in front of his casket that came out on Sunday? And just an amazing photo. I saw the one tweet that said, Mission Complete. They had the dog laying down. I'm trying to remember what the dog's name is right now, but just an amazing job by that uh, canine American and the loss of his companion there, George H.W. Bush, our 41st president. And this is a week that we will honor his legacy. Of course, a man who was a World War II pilot and was shot down and rescued and went on to be a college baseball star at Yale and then a congressman in Texas, an oil man, a vice president, CIA guy, and so much more, and father of a president, only the second father-son duo ever in American history to be president of the United States, George H.W. Bush. And we're going to talk to Jerry Short about President Bush because, let's face it, the guy was a one-term president, and there's reasons why people are one-term presidents. And we'll explain why perhaps he failed to get that re-election back in 1992. All that is in hour two of today's Y'all Show. Well, I saw this come across the wire over the weekend, and it was a little strange to see Mississippi native Brett Favre and other celebrities now saying they have been an inadvertently recorded video message for an anti-Semitic group. And this is for an app called Cameo, which allows fans to pay for personalized videos from celebrities. I, I remember seeing when that came out, I'm like, that could lend itself to something not so good. Well, it, it appears a group of white supremacists who call themselves the Goyam Defense League, or GDL, paid for videos of celebrities repeating anti-Semitic messages, according to BuzzFeed. And this is what, uh, I guess one of the recordings said, Brett Favre here with a shout-out to the Handsome Truth and the GDL boys. You guys are patriots in my eyes. Keep fighting, too, and don't ever forget the USS Liberty and the men and women who died on that day. God bless and take care. And according to the release, the small refers to small hats, a slur for the traditional hats worn by Jewish men, yarmulkes. And USS Liberty is a historical event that anti-Semites often misconstrue to promote bigoted ideas. And it refers to a 1967 incident in which Israel fired on a U.S. ship, killing 34. So, yeah, they probably don't need to continue this app of where they get paid money to say things usually like hey this is brett Favre, happy birthday john rawl or john rawl your team is terrible something like that uh, in this case this app came back to bite some of these celebrities in louisiana senator john kennedy has announced that he is not going to run for governor of the pelican state in 2019 it was widely speculated that he might contest governor john bell edwards in that state but Kennedy came out and said, I love being in the United States Senate. I will not be a candidate for governor in 2019. I will, however, continue to work hard every day in D.C. and Louisiana for jobs, economic growth, cheaper health insurance, a stronger military, and an end to government waste. So John Kennedy, it appears, staying in Washington, D.C. to represent the citizens of Louisiana. U.S. Representative Ralph Abraham 
also of Louisiana, is also leaning toward a gubernatorial campaign, but hasn't made a final decision yet. But Governor John Bell Edwards now gearing up to face a Republican. Of course, he's a Democrat, and we're not sure who that's going to be in Louisiana. Where's Sammy Kershaw when you need him? You know, the country music singer, he actually ran a couple of years ago for governor and didn't make it. But uh, maybe that time is right for Mr. Cadillac style to come through in a political effort. Duke University is renaming a building on campus because it's named for a notorious racist. Trustees at the University of Durham voted in favor of the committee's proposal over the weekend. And the move will see the Carr building, currently dedicated to local industrialist and racist Julian Carr, now called the Classroom Building. According to reports, Carr was born in Chapel Hill, North Carolina in 1845, the son of a prominent slave owner. An industrialist, he enjoyed success in tobacco manufacturing, textiles, publishing, and utilities. And he was a vocal member of the Ku Klux Klan, and he advocated lynching of black Americans, according to the local paper there in North Carolina. Now, I find it a little strange that after all these years, his name was on the building, and now all of a sudden it's got to go away. Of course, Duke, a private school, they don't have to necessarily kowtow to state laws and policies and such. But yes, they will now change the name there of that building, the car building at Duke in Durham. Moving on to other news, Mother Nature related. Tornadoes were a theme throughout much of the country over the weekend. And how about this? In Georgia, a Coast Guard ship flipped over because of a tornado that hit a naval base there at Kings Bay Naval Base in Georgia. And at least one person was injured. Two sailors were thrown from a boat at Kings Bay Naval Base, but were able to get themselves to safety. And we also saw tornadoes confirmed in northwest and southwest Arkansas over the weekend, too. But yes, some bad weather. Remember, over the weekend, most of the south saw unusually warm or I would say hot in some cases, temperatures, not what you expect to find the first weekend in December. And of course, with those changes in climate, you're going to have bad weather happen. But golly, for Kings Bay Naval Base to have a tornado come through and it kind of affect the the sailors and also that ship there in that naval port. Man, what what a strange story coming from southeast Georgia. A charter bus carrying a youth football team from the Volunteer State crashed early Monday in central Arkansas, and unfortunately at least one child from the Orange Mountain Youth Association near Memphis died in this crash that at least 45 other folks were injured. And this happened on Interstate 30 near Benton, Arkansas, about 25 miles southwest of Little Rock. The team was traveling from Texas to Memphis, and police said most of the injured were children who were taken to hospitals in Little Rock and in Benton, Arkansas. But sad news there on Interstate 30 in Arkansas, at least one dead from Memphis as this team was traveling back to Memphis from a football contest in the state of Texas. Two West Tennesseans have now been identified after an ambulance crash killed them in the Nashville area. A medic and the patient riding in the ambulance both died when the ambulance crashed on Interstate 40 in Nashville. Police say they were killed when they were thrown from the ambulance when it hit a rock wall Friday night. Police believe the preliminary cause of the crash was excessive speed on a wet roadway. The patient in the ambulance who died was 36-year-old Naima Jackson of Jackson, Tennessee. The medic was identified as 36-year-old Zachary Pruitt of Humboldt, Tennessee. 
At the time of the crash, the ambulance was transferring Jackson to a hospital, but lost control on the curve and left the highway. A Florida pair have been arrested because they ran in an illegal dental office out of a bus, according to authorities. Daniela Soberan, age 37, and Victor Bernal, age 44, were caught earlier this month after undercover cops busted their alleged illicit business when cops posed as new patients that needed a dental checkup. And this happened in Miami-Dade. The alleged dental dudo was charged with practicing health care without a license, and Bernal got an additional charge of prescription possession with intent to sell or deliver. The pair were not licensed as dentists in the state of Florida. That's pretty bold to go around acting like a dentist and then getting caught now. Now some history. Y'all ready for some good history here on a Monday? Well, I was not, as a native South Carolina, I'd never heard of this particular Revolutionary War battle, the Battle of Musgrove Mill. It happened in August of 1780. And I've got a modern-day thing to tell you that just happened at the Battle of Musgrove Mill near Spartanburg, South Carolina. But first, let me tell you about this battle that happened back in 1780. And this happened right at the Ennery River, which borders Spartanburg, Lawrence, and Union Counties in the Palmetto State where 200 Patriot militiamen defeated a combined force of approximately 300 Loyalist militiamen and 200 Provincial regulars, so a force of 200 Patriots versus about 500 outnumbered. But it was a a victory for the Patriots. And this happened in the backcountry of South Carolina in the days of the American Revolution. And as far as the casualties from this battle, the Loyalists suffered 63 killed while the Patriots only had four killed in the 1780 battle. And it's now been preserved as a Musgrove Mill State Historic Site listed on the National Register of Historic Places. So kind of a neat Revolutionary War battle that happened late in the Revolutionary War. 1780 was when you had the Battle of Musgrove Mill. Now, to the modern-day connection with this Revolutionary War battlefield in South Carolina. People have just discovered a white cotton candy-like substance on the battlefield, and it's called hair ice. And officials there thought it was, well, they thought it was trash, or it kind of looks like cotton that you find strewn around southern roadsides. But it was not. It was called hair ice. And this is a frost occurrence happens during humid winter nights when the temperature drops just below the freezing point, the textures and forms are a result of the fungus Exphidius effusia. Sorry if I don't have that pronounced correctly. And photos of this hair ice, also known as ice flowers, were captured by a park ranger there at Musgrove Mill. Pretty neat thing, and it's it's actually kind of beautiful what this is. It's, it's like little small, it looks like a cotton bowl, but it's not. It is pretty neat there. Hair ice in the state of South Carolina on the on a Revolutionary War battlefield, nonetheless. Kind of creepy, don't you think? Yes. One person that said they'd lived in the state for 70 years and they'd never seen anything like it. And I haven't either. And frankly, I would have thought it was trash, but it's ice, and I guess it, it disappears after it gets above freezing. Pretty neat stuff here on the Y'all Show. A Johnson City, Tennessee man has been arrested in connection with a felony theft charge. And Mr. Walker is age 21 and charged with this felony. Now, that's not necessarily newsworthy, is it? No. No, it really isn't. But 
when Mr. Walker's real name, when he's arrested and gets his mugshot, his real name is Luke Skywalker. <laughs> no joke. No joke. And he got arrested and is now facing a probation violation charge, according to authorities in East Tennessee, where this happened. The force was definitely not with him as he's now being held in the Carter County Jail with no bond pending further legal action, according to jail records. Yes, Luke Skywalker, not the actor played by Mark Hamill. No, no, the the real life. He's in jail and may not be coming out. Actually, Mark tweeted something out about this and included the mugshot of Luke Skywalker and Mark Hamill wrote on Twitter, the real crime here is Mr. and Mrs. Walker saddling this poor guy with that name in the first place. Hashtag misbegotten monitor. Hashtag also too short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> Mark Hamill, he's got he's got laugh, folks, but not funny there for Luke Skywalker being arrested on a probation violation charge and charged with other mischief in East Tennessee. And that's what's going on with headlines across the South here on a Monday. When we come back, we've got hashtag hullabaloo. We've got the music ready to play. We've got the laughs coming your way. We've got a lot of good stuff we want to share with you here on today's hashtag hullabaloo. Plus, before the hour ends, we've got a look at the Y'all Street Business Report, some news and notes from the business world of Dixie. That's all coming up here on the Y'all Show. Don't go anywhere. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures. And a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4hymns.com slash happy. Hymns connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just 5 bucks, you need to go to 4hymns.com slash happy. That's 4hymns.com slash happy. See website for full details. Not all services through the Hymns platform are available in all 50 states. 
back. We are on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern Accent Monday edition. Our website, y'all.com. Our Twitter account, at Y'all Show. At Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W. Give us a follow. And again, we tweet out each and every day our brand new episode. So we'll do the hard work. We'll do the heavy lifting for you. All you have to do is follow us on Twitter and you'll stay right on top of all things Southern. On the Y'all Show, we love our hashtag hullabaloo. We have that a couple times a week. And right now, it's time for Monday's hashtag, where we glance at social media madness. Always fun. You never know what you're going to find when you reach into the hashtag hullabaloo grab bag. And we're going to pull out our first one here. Today, it is from Beathers, and that's at Elizabeth underscore A-N-G on Twitter. And Beathers says, walk up to the bar tonight and made instant friends because that's how I do. Hashtag Southern hashtag reminders. I'm kind of okay. Well, thank you for letting us know a little bit more about your personality, Beathers. Uh, Walking up to the bar and making instant friends. Well, you know, if you're like me, this is something that is more likely to happen when you've had a few things that are being served up at bars like the one you went to, Beathers, I'm, I'll, I'll admit, I may have a syndicated talk show. I may talk radio. I may be on television. I may have had a magazine. I may be all over the place media-wise. But deep down, I'm kind of a shy person. And I'm only telling you this because there's a good chance that you may be in the exact same situation that I'm in. You may be a person who's a teacher. You may be a preacher who gets in front of a congregation each and every week. But deep down, you still might be kind of scared of people. You, you might still really want to be that person in the back of the class that doesn't get called on. That, that, that's me. I, I didn't like the attention. Now, it's crazy that people end up like me talking in, in a microphone for hours each week or being on television or whatever the media case may be. But deep down, we're all sometimes a little bit different than what we may appear. Now, if somebody said, you got to do it, I'll do it. I'm not scared. I, there's a difference, I think, between being shy and being scared. I'm not scared. It's just I don't have to constantly make myself known. For example, I guess Facebook is a great example of people who may show off their real personality. Because Facebook's given people a voice, many of which never had a voice. And, okay, so I talk on a syndicated talk show. That's pretty, that's kind of cool. And that's kind of powerful. But it's not as powerful as Facebook, perhaps. Because Facebook, people can go anytime, anywhere, all over the world. And you don't have to do what I do, which is spend hours a day cranking out a show. You can just go on there and share whatever's on your mind. And, and, and chances are it won't be seen but by a few people. But there's always that chance on Facebook or any kind of social media that you may put something on there and, and you're so, suddenly a international success. It goes viral. And so that that's a little bit different deal, social media versus walking up in a bar like Beathers did and making instant friends. Now, Beathers, I would love to know your come online, whatever that might be. Now, you didn't say if these friends were guys or girls or what you actually might be. I guess if your name's Elizabeth, chances are you're a female. 
But to, you know, I've always wondered why there isn't a best-selling book of how to talk, how to say hello. Because frankly, one of the reasons I'm shy, well, it comes down to relationships. I think oftentimes a lot of a lot of guys. I'm not going to speak for women, but a lot of guys are just like me. They're they, they're kind of shy. They don't want to get shot down, and, and it happens. And if you've ever been shot down, guy or girl, you don't like it. So. But I'll tell you, if, if I didn't have that personality, if I was a person like Beathers and not afraid to go talk and make instant friends, I would I would have been a lot better off. I, I will definitely confess that being shy is not a good thing uh, when it comes to people. You just got to get out there and you have nothing to lose. And that's why sometimes the most beautiful folks out there are with the ugliest people because that ugliest person didn't care. They had nothing to lose, and they weren't afraid to go up and make an instant friend like Beathers, and it paid off for them. <laughs> so maybe I just need to be ugly and and be not afraid to talk. Now, that's a lot better deal than, than what I've got going on currently. <laughs> but Beathers, we appreciate that on our hashtag, Hullabaloo. See, we, we cover everything here on the Y'all Show. Now... To Mrs. Pinky Thoughts on Twitter. Mrs. underscore Pinky, P-I-N-K-Y underscore Thoughts. And Miss Pinky Thoughts says, How do you get mad at baby it's cold outside and not grandma getting run over by a reindeer? Well, this kind of comes because it's now Christmas time. And that's a good question, Mrs. Pinky Thoughts ask. Well, Miss Atomic Blonde has a response. And Miss Atomic Blonde is on Twitter at Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y underscore Lee 1013. And Miss Atomic Blonde is a type A Southern Belle writer, a sky watcher, and a twisted romantic. And also says not to be trusted with fragile things. Well, that is good news to know, Miss Atomic Blonde. By the way, she is M-I-S-S, Miss Atomic Blonde, while Mrs. Pinky Thoughts is M-R-S, Pinky Thoughts, just so you know. Well, Miss Atomic Blonde responds to Miss Pinky Thoughts' question about how do you get mad at baby it's cold outside and not grandma getting run over by a reindeer, the classic country music Christmas song. Well, Miss Atomic Blonde responds, Grandma was Southern. We're expendable in the PC war, okay? Well, that, that's a good example of, of why Grandma was Southern. And, and we're expendable in the PC war. This according to Miss Atomic Blonde, a type A Southern belle. So there you have it. And I haven't heard Grandma got run over by a reindeer yet here in 2018. I need to get that on the radio sometime. There's, I remember I lived in Southern Middle Tennessee at one time. Supposedly the author, writer, the singer... Something like that. I didn't pay enough attention. They were from the Fayetteville, Tennessee area, supposedly. I haven't done a lot of research on that song, but I remember it from a, a youngster hearing it a lot at Christmas time and, and certainly one of our great southern country music type Christmas songs. Not quite Christmas and Dixie from Alabama, but one that will definitely be heard by many this holiday season. Southern Grace by Design on Twitter at underscore SGBD. Mindful and never broke. Cares and stays woke. Aware so you be aware. Honest tells no lies. 
And Southern Grace by Design puts on Twitter, a perfect sunshiny day in November with a perfect glow and reflection of a sunset to wind it on down in Greenville, SC. And sure enough, Southern Grace by Design has a beautiful picture of downtown Greenville, or as I like to call it, Green Vegas, in the upstate of South Carolina. And something about this time of year with the fall turning into winter, we do have some beautiful sunsets. I'm not sure what goes on atmosphere-wise. Maybe it's global warming. But yeah, in Greenville, South Carolina, which is a nice place right on the edge of the mountains, not quite in the mountains, although they have Paris Mountain there in Greenville, Yes, Southern Grace by Design captures this great photo from downtown Greenville, SC, not NC. And I like the hashtag that Southern Grace by Design uses. Yeah, that Greenville. Y-E-A-H. Yeah, that Greenville. Greenville, SC. Home of the Furman Paladins there in the upstate of South Carolina. Beautiful photo. And wherever your pictures are across the south with the sunsets, we want to see them here Y'all show at y'all.com is our email address. If you've got a beautiful sunset or even a sunrise, I kind of like sunrises coming from the east. Hey, we want to see those and share it with our audience here at the Y'all Show. We'll put that out on Twitter as well. But a beautiful photo there of Green Vegas on a Monday. The Random Hour is on Twitter, and it's at The Random Hour. And this is a radio show which airs on Radio Fairfax in Virginia every Sunday at 2 p.m. And the Random Hour has a tweet that says, Is Virginia really, really a southern state? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Random convo with this guy on Twitter that has a little bit risque Twitter name, but it's not X-rated, so I'm going to say it here. His Twitter name is at J-O-H-N-F-U-G-G-I-N-D-O-U-G-H. John Fugendo. Fugendo. John Fugendo. And so they have a conversation there in Fairfax, VA, about Virginia being a southern state. Now, of course, Virginia's heritage is very much a southern state from the cradle of presence that it offers, going back to George Washington and so many others. Even Woodrow Wilson claims Virginia as a state that he is from. I think Wilson may have been our last Virginian in the White House. But, man, I think they've had they certainly have had more than any other state. And I think it's around eight, perhaps eight presidents claim Virginia as their native state. So from that standpoint, heritage-wise, no doubt about it. It's a great southern state. It's a state that's got NASCAR races. It's a state that's got people like Patsy Cline from it and also good bluegrass. I think Ralph Stanley was from the state of Virginia, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Of course, they got pretty good football there with the Hokies. And the Cavaliers are going bowling this year. They're they're actually playing, we'll tell you later this hour, against an old, actually next hour in our sports rewind for the weekend. The Virginia Cavaliers will be facing off against a former ACC rival from back in the 1950s and 60s in a bowl game. So, so yes, Virginia has a proud Southern heritage. Now, the modern Virginia, especially in places like Fairfax, it's a long way from there to... Talking like this. Now, they do talk like this in southwest Virginia, and the Tidewater area, I guess, has a, a great area of Southerners. But northern Virginia has been essentially taken over, not only by Northerners, but by people from all over the world. So it, it's a far cry from its heritage, a far cry from when Robert E. Lee had a plantation right across 
from the White House and President Abraham Lincoln saw a Confederate flag raised in the early days of the Civil War while he was at the White House and he ordered Yankee troops to cross over the Potomac and take that CSA flag, the first national flag of the Confederacy, down from a hotel, I think. And the person at that hotel was the first person actually killed from movement or action in the Civil War. So, yeah, but today Virginia is a, is a different story. We know Virginia, unlike just about every other st- southern state that has a proud history of being in the South, it's a solid blue state. It's not even purple for the most part now. You've got two Democratic senators. You've got a Democratic governor. You've had a Democrat in office in Richmond for a long time, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. So, yes, good question there posed by Radio Fairfax about the Commonwealth being a southern state or not. Now, this is definitely not a southern state, but we got a tweet coming from Miguel Goyico on Twitter. It's at Real Miguel G2. That's R-E-A-L-M-I-G-U-E-L-G-2. And he tweets from New York, New Jersey with a photo of delicious biscuits with the hashtag Southern Biscuits. And Miguel, yeah, you can admire Southern biscuits and Southern food from places like Newark, New Jersey, anytime. That is one of the great things about our state. I don't hear too many people down here going out and saying, hey, let's go get some good northern food, some good northern biscuits today. And, Miguel, thank you for that tweet, and we appreciate it. Now to some gifs before we get out of here on this Monday edition that I found on Twitter. We, we know about President Donald Trump and the border wall between the U.S. and Mexico, but someone I found on Twitter put a pretty good photo, a pretty good gif out there that I had to just tell you about. And it's got border wall plan B as the subject, and it's a map of the U.S. and Mexico. And the border wall here in plan B stretches across the Rio Grande from the Gulf all the way inland to New Mexico. Then it goes to the Arizona line. But instead of going across to the Pacific, this border wall plan B separates Arizona from California and then heads north. And so border wall plan B is the lower 48, but it doesn't include Washington, Oregon, and California. So it's got 45 states in the United States after this border wall plan B, if that were to take place. (laughs) Could you imagine how different our country would be if we didn't have California, Washington, and Oregon as part of it? Because those three states, and there's some in New England, but those three states all tied out west are definitely different from even their neighboring states like Arizona and Idaho and Nevada, for the most part, a different animal. And that that's a funny gif that I found. Another gif that I found on Twitter, it says, it's got a picture of a cowboy, got his cowboy hat on, real rustic looking, and it says, I may not be that good looking or athletic or funny or talented or smart. And then it says, I forgot where I was going with this, but I do know that I love bacon. <laughs> so funny says, I may not be that good looking or athletic or funny or talented or smart. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this, but I do know that I love bacon. I had some bacon on Sunday, man. It was, it was darn good. And our final gif here on this Monday to pass along to all y'all is a picture of the classic 1970s television set where everybody thought they had the most beautiful thing out there with a photo it had the the screen but surrounded by the television screen was like a piece of furniture 
with speakers and a, most of you had something like this in your home at some point. And this photo here shows one of those classic early 70s television monstrosities with the GIF saying, I remember when HDTV stood for heavy damn television. <laughs> and there's no doubt there is a massive difference in the weight between what you found back in the 70s with the television set and what you find now at Walmart with a, a set that's even bigger than what they had 30 and 40 years ago. My goodness, the difference, the way televisions have changed. And I would say for the better, but I still miss my old rotary antenna where you could find random television stations from throughout your region. Now today with DISH and with satellite and, and, and honestly with the way the, the digital signals, over-the-air digital signals work, you can't get anything but right there where you are. You can't get that town 50, 60, 70 miles away. And that's just sad. Well, thank you for being a part of our hashtag Hullabaloo on today's Y'all Show. When we come back, we've got a quick look at some business news and notes from throughout the region. That's on the Y'all Street Business Report. And that is next. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. Find it at First Aid at Walgreens. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures. And a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. It's Friday night, baby, get ready, set, go. 
Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high Baby, you're the apple of my eye Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank Honey, your love's better than money in the bank And welcome back to Y'all with John Rawl As we are all about the South and we're right now having our Y'all Street Business Report here on this Monday as we start our work week, getting the job done. Oh, y'all, we appreciate you taking a little time to listen to our show all about the region. Well, our first news story about the region's business activity comes from Irving, Texas, as Irving, Texas-based Nexstar is going to buy Tribune Media, and it will become the largest U.S. TV station operator as a result of this. And Nexstar agreed to buy Chicago-based Tribune Media for about $4.1 billion, that's with a B, $4.1 billion in cash, making it the largest regional U.S. TV station operator. Nexstar will acquire all outstanding shares of Tribune Media for $46.50 per share in a cash transaction that is valued at $6.4 billion, with a B, including the assumption of Tribune Media's outstanding debt. Nexstar's acquisition comes just three months after Tribune's $3.9 billion deal to sell itself to Sinclair Broadcast Group. And many of you in the South live in areas where these TV stations are up and going. So look for some changes there if this indeed ends up happening. Nexstar buying Tribune Media, a massive, massive deal in American media going on. That was announced today. Now, Honeywell is moving its headquarters to Charlotte, North Carolina from its New Jersey operations. And it's moving from Morris Plains, New Jersey to the Queen City of Charlotte. This move will bring about 500 jobs to North Carolina over the next five years. About 1,000 Honeywell employees will remain in New Jersey across six locations, the company announced this week. But yes, moving its headquarters to North Carolina three years after the company accepted tax credits that would could be worth as much as $40 million to stay in the Garden State. But they announced they're going to take those jobs and that relocation to Charlotte, boosting its total number of Charlotte-based employees now to 750 employees. So good news for the South getting Honeywell to come south from New Jersey. And I know it's December, and in many places in the South, maybe not right this very second, but it will be very cold, very quick. And let me tell you about a place, if you live a long way from an ocean or a gulf, let's say you live in Kentucky or Tennessee or North Georgia, perhaps, perhaps North Alabama, North Mississippi, maybe even in West Virginia, you you, you just got to get your water fixed. You got to get in the surf. Well, this isn't quite the Atlantic or the Gulf of Mexico, but it's a pretty good option. Nashville, you might just want to go to Music City. Because Gaylord Opryland Resort and Convention Center over the weekend opened its brand new Sound Waves Water Park. And you'll find 84 degrees and nice warm water waiting you year-round. This is an amazing attraction. $90 $90 million investment, and it's designed to draw more guests to Opryland and to the 2800s room hotel, shopping, and entertainment complex. 
Only hotel guests who purchase admission to the water park are admitted, but discounts for room and park tickets are available for Davidson County, Tennessee residents. So that's where Nashville is located. But it's called Sound Waves, all one word, S-O-U-N-D-W-A-V-E-S, kind of a play on Nashville's heritage of being a music city, USA. But it's got a rapid river running through it and a 111,000-square-foot park with five slides throughout and again it just opened over the weekend so it's brand new in nashville sound waves water park at gaylord opryland and having worked at opryland back in the 1990s with such great roller coasters and musical uh, attractions for for visitors from all over the world that came there really cool park very similar to silver dollar city which became dollywood but unfortunately someone who thought they knew better than the rest of the world decided to turn this theme park into a shopping outlet place, which is still there and in many ways is a disaster. But uh, yeah, Opryland, the hotel at least still going strong and trying to diversify now with the Sound Waves water park. Looks like a lot of fun. Believe it or not, I was with my young son over the weekend and we decided for him to go swimming at the indoor pool at the hotel and he had a ball. So it is really cool if you have access to a pool in the wintertime months to go for a swim or, or water park like what you have in Nashville now, just a real different thing after not having it for a couple of months where you had to endure the change of seasons. And then, of course, when the summertime hits, we'll be inundated with swimming options. But always fun, especially in the dead of winter, to go swimming. Yes, one of our great, great things in the South. We have plenty of swimming options. Well, we got plenty of college football options in terms of bowls to tell you about when we come back at the start of hour two. We'll tell you the pairings. We'll tell you about the four teams that made it to the college football playoff. We'll have all that plus some NFL news and notes. And we'll have Jerry Short, teller of tales from Takapola, join us. All that in hour two of today's Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. Find it in First Aid at CVS. Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4hims.com slash happy. Hims connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just 5 bucks, you need to go to 4hims.com slash happy. That's 4hims.com slash happy. See website for full details. Not all services through the Hims platform are available in all 50 states. Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. 
There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from, whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures and a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome into the Y'all Show, hour two on this Monday edition, first day of the brand new month, first Y'all Show, I should say, of the month of December. John Rawl with you here, and you can reach out anytime here on the Y'all Show. Our number is 803-816-1170, and on the World Wide Web, we can be found at y'all.com. That's Y-A-L-L dot C-O-M, and we're going to have Jerry Short joining us in just a few minutes and we'll be talking to Jerry about the loss of President George H.W. Bush over the weekend, as well as Christmas time. Christmas time's coming, and Jerry Short is going to have something to say about it when we talk to him. It's going to be Tales from Takapola Way with Jerry Short, our storyteller here on Mondays here of the Y'all program. And we encourage you to tune in for that. But also right now on the Y'all show, we like to look back at the world of sports from this past weekend and we'll start off with NFL news and notes. And I know in the South, we have lots of cheesehead fans. Well, the Green Bay Packers have parted ways with Mike McCarthy after the pack lost to the Arizona Cardinals in a game played at Lambeau Field on Sunday. And Green Bay has had a really rough season. They're destined to not make any kind of playoff run this year. And a losing season seems imminent. And now, after 13 years, McCarthy shown the door of the Green Bay Packers head coaching job. And there'll be a new man, or maybe a new woman, leading the green and gold of Green Bay in 2019. With that decision coming from Mark Murphy as he released a statement on Sunday saying that the season had not lived up to the expectations and standards of the Green Bay Packers and that he made the difficult decision to relieve Mike McCarthy of his role as head coach. 13 years is a long time to be an NFL head coach. So McCarthy, I'm sure, feels very fortunate to have been a coach that long, of course, leading this team to at least one Super Bowl title. 
But in 2018, things have not gone well for Aaron Rodgers and company of Green Bay. Now to the college ranks. And Kansas State head football coach Bill Snyder is retiring after 27 seasons on the job in Manhattan, Kansas, where he went 215, 117, and 1, leading the Wildcats. And he had a, listen to this, in the Big 12, 128 compared to 89 losses record. One tie in Big 12 action. Two conference titles for K-State. And so they'll be looking for a new coach of the Wildcats in 2019. Remember that their rival within the is it the Sunflower State is Kansas? I should know this stuff, but hey, they're not really a southern state, so give me a break here. Their rival in Kansas is the Jayhawks, and the, the, the Hawks are going to have, of course, Les Miles leading that program when 2019 comes around. So changes all throughout the state of Kansas from a college football perspective. But congratulations to Coach Snyder. The octogenarian has done an amazing job. Remember, he was kind of not around he returned to lead the program at the age of 69 and has done an amazing job in the time that he's had in Kansas where he was first hired to lead K-State in 1989 and this 79 year I called him an octogenarian I think he's about to turn 80 he's technically only 79 he's kind of an old looking 79 don't you think I know he's got the gray hair. He gets around fine. So, I mean, maybe health-wise he doesn't act like he's almost 80. But he does kind of look a little bit kind of old. But he is 79. So some people may think that's old. Some people may not. K-State just went 5-7 and seven this year. Missed out on the bowl for the first, for just the fourth time since Snyder's team uh, was, was in back in 1992. So they're no, not bowling this year. But still a great run leading the Big 12's K-State Wildcats. Now... What's going on with the teams that are going bowling? Well, the final four, the playoff semifinals have been announced, and we've got your lineup as we'll start things out with Clemson and Notre Dame on December 29th in the college football playoff. They'll face off at the Cotton Bowl, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. That'll be a four-eastern kick on December 29th between Clemson and Notre Dame, Clemson comes in at number two in the standings. Three is Notre Dame, and that'll be a fun game on the 29th. Now, later that day, the same day, December 29th, you've got Alabama and Oklahoma and the Capital One Orange Bowl taking place at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens. That'll be an 8 Eastern kick on the 29th of December. So those are your four semifinal teams. Alabama, number one, followed by Clemson, number two, Notre Dame, three, and Oklahoma, Number four. Now, the bowl season gets underway on December 15th. And the New Mexico Bowl features North Texas and Utah State. Auto Nation Cure Bowl, Tulane versus Louisiana Lafayette. The Las Vegas Bowl features Fresno State and Arizona State. The Camellia Bowl in Montgomery will feature Georgia Southern and Eastern Michigan. And the New Orleans Bowl has Middle Tennessee State versus Appalachian State in that game on December 15th. Then you move forward a couple of days to December 18th, and you've got the Boca Raton Bowl featuring the UAB Blazers and the Mac Champs, the Northern Illinois Huskies, in that game in Boca Raton, Florida. On the 19th of December, the DXL Frisco Bowl has San Diego State taking on the Ohio Bobcats from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. On the 20th of December, you've got the Gasparilla Bowl from St. Well, well, actually, it's now going to be played in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium. 
the Thundering Herd of Marshall and the South Florida Bulls. I believe this was the one that was played in St. Petersburg, but now at Raymond James Stadium, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. On December 21st, it's the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl, the only bowl that I know of played outside the U.S., and this will be a game played December 21st between Florida International and the Toledo Rockets. Also on the 21st, you've got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Western Michigan, and BYU. This is a new sponsor as far as I can tell. Jared, you know, did you go to Jared? Well, if you did go to Jared, you can help sponsor the Birmingham Bowl and the Memphis Tigers. Go Tigers, go. They should have won the darn AAC championship, but they just couldn't put UCF away. And as the consolation prize for AAC, the Tigers of the University of Memphis go to, now they go down Interstate 22 to Birmingham and they take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons on December 22nd with a high noon kick from Legion Field. Also on that December 22nd, you've got the Armed Forces Bowl, the Houston Cougars and the Army Black Knights, that game in Fort Worth. The Dollar General Bowl is that same day, 7 Eastern, Lad People Stadium in Mobile, the Buffalo Bison and the Troy Trojans in the Dollar General Bowl. The Hawaii Bowl is that night, and it's Louisiana Tech from Ruston taking on the local Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. That is a 10.30 Eastern kick and a 9.30 Central Time Ruston kick there in the Hawaii Bowl. On the day after Christmas, on December 26th, it's the First Responder Bowl. That's the first time I've heard of that name. The Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, and that is in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl, the old Cotton Bowl. And it's the Boston College Eagles and Boise State in that matchup. Another, another December 26th game, the Quick Lane Bowl from Ford Field in Detroit. Minnesota will suit up against Coach Paul Johnson, his final game coaching Georgia Tech. And the Yellow Jackets and the Gophers there with a 5:15 Detroit time kick on that December 26th date. And then, I love the name of this bowl from Chase Field in Phoenix where the Diamondbacks play. It's the Cheez-It Bowl. Cheez-It, you know, the Cheez-It, the crackers. Cal takes on TCU. December 27th, it's the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Temple versus Duke. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl is that same day at Yankee Stadium. The Hurricanes of Miami and the Wisconsin Badgers. And from Houston's NRG Stadium on the 27th of December, the Baylor Bears and the Vanderbilt Commodores. A good Big 12 SEC matchup there to close out December 27th. Then when you turn the page to December 28th in Music City, it's the Music City Bowl, and that will have Purdue and the Auburn Tigers at Nissan Stadium. A 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 Nashville time kick on December 28th. The Camping World Bowl is also that same date in Orlando, and that will have West Virginia taking on the Syracuse Orange. And that day will end in San Antonio as the Alamo Bowl has Iowa State and Washington State in that contest. On December 29th, getting ready now for the New Year's Group of Six Bowls, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl has Florida and Michigan taking each other on at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. On the 29th of December, you also have a good matchup at the Belk Bowl in Charlotte as old ACC rivals South Carolina and Virginia meet for the first time in about 15 years. And that will be a high noon Charlotte time kick on December 29th between the Gamecocks and the Hoos. The Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl pits Arkansas State against Nevada on that date. And then you move to those semifinals of the CFP, Clemson and Notre Dame, Alabama and Oklahoma. And then on New Year's Eve, you've got the Military Bowl 
Cincinnati and Virginia Tech from Annapolis, Maryland. The Sun Bowl is on the 31st, and it features the Cardinal of Stanford versus the Pitt Panthers from El Paso. And the Red Box Bowl, I like the name of that, that's at Levi Stadium, which will be the site of the national championship game in Santa Clara, California. Michigan State and Oregon, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, has Missouri and Oklahoma State there in Memphis. And the Holiday Bowl, Northwestern versus Utah in that one. And I love the name of this coming back into the picture. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl will be on New Year's Eve. NC State and the Texas A&M Aggies. And then on New Year's Day, we've got some good games. The Outback Bowl has Mississippi State from the SEC West in Tampa to take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. The Citrus Bowl, Kentucky versus Penn State. And then another New Year's Six, the Fiesta Bowl, LSU, and the undefeated UCF Knights from Glendale, Arizona. The Rose Bowl has Washington and Ohio State playing in that one. And the All-State Sugar Bowl, Texas Longhorns versus the Georgia Bulldogs from Mercedes-Benz Stadium on New Year's night. That is a 7.45 New Orleans time kick between the Horns and the Dogs. And that is a look at your big-picture lineup of bowl games. The national championship game will be on January 7th from Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. And most people expect that to be another game between Clemson and Alabama. Both of those teams got to win their respective games leading into the college football playoff national championship game on January 7th. That's a Monday, of course. And that is a look at all of your bowls coming up in the bowl season. Happy bowl season and Merry Christmas from the Y'all Show. When we come back, the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short, will be on with us. You don't want to miss it. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Hang on now. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures. And a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4hims.com slash happy. Hims connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just 5 bucks, you need to go to 4hims.com slash happy. That's 4hims.com slash happy. 
See website for full details. Not all services through the Hymns platform are available in all 50 states. And we're back here on the Y'all Show, talk with a southern accent with your host, John Rawl, as we continue on with our first show of the month of December. Golly, yes, it is Christmas time, you all, you guys, and of course, y'all. Here on the Y'all Show, we bring on Mondays the Teller of Tales via Takapola. That would be Jerry Short. And Jerry, as we've said earlier in the show, let me be the first to tell you in case no one else has told you yet. Merry Christmas. Golly, one person did while I was out decorating this afternoon. Really? Yeah, yeah but if, if it wasn't for that one, you would have been the first. Well, we're going to try to say it every day up until at least December 25th here on the show. Just to remind people, hey, it's, it's Christmas time. It's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to not think about what Christmas is all about. And maybe, if nothing else here on the Y'all Show, we'll do that. Jerry, I want to talk to you about Christmas. I want to get your take on when is it too early to get ready for Christmas but, of course, oh, the, big, the big news from the past weekend, I want to get the teller of tales from Takapola to talk about, is the loss of our 41st president, George H.W. Bush, dying at the age of 94. Your thoughts on that? Well, George Bush, um, and, of course, obviously, he was vice president for Ronald Reagan, who I was one of his biggest supporters and fans forever. And, uh, you know, I kind of – I. Kinda, I you know, my sympathies go out to the Bush family and and everybody associated in, with the Bushes through, um, through political reasons or the Texas A&M Presidential Library where they're going to be entombed. Um, so, uh, you know, and I guess he'll lay in state. I think uh, President uh, Trump is sending Air Force One to uh, bring him to Washington mm-hmm. for that, and then they'll take him back to college station where it'd be buried where his wife is buried and um i believe their baby their child they lost when uh she was three years old is buried there with them i think yeah at the library at texas a&m yeah so uh anyway you know i wasn't a big bush backer or supporter and i think that all really you know after saying you know a sympathies for him and and all, and I feel like he may have just been the president uh, at the right place at the wrong time, or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or for him, the way it all turned out, he, you know, he didn't win the second term. He lost to Clinton, and uh, that's never good. But especially with the, he probably was the most qualified man that we ever had in the presidential office. Uh, at least for one term. Right. Uh, he was uh, secretary of this, vice president of that. He was uh, uh, ambassador here and ambassador there in China and everywhere all over the world. And and so, and he, World War, he's a pilot and he was shot down. And, and uh, I mean, he's legitimate uh, 
war hero, I guess you would say, and legitimate credentials were very legitimate. But I feel like he was one of the original progressive rhino Republicans. And I always felt that way. It's not anything that I've just now kind of got a handle on. But I remember when he when they were running, he was running against uh, uh, pres- President Ronald Reagan. And uh, they were campaigning. And Reagan was talking about cutting the taxes. And I believe we had a uh, Democratic House then, kind of like we're getting ready to have again. This who, is the 1980 presidential race. 1980 presidential, 81. And uh, it was a situation then similar to what we're going to have in 2020, I'm afraid. So uh, the Republicans uh, wanted to cut the taxes then as they want to do now. And the Democrats obviously didn't want to do it. And so Reagan come out with this wanting to cut it in 81. And I forget what percentage is, pretty good percent. And he wanted to cut it. And, and of course, George Bush's response to that term, oh, cliche or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he called it uh, voodoo economics. And boy, that really turned me off because I liked, uh, I liked, I liked our, uh, I liked our so soon to be president Reagan so much. I don't know why that I was really got behind him. I guess it was after the administration of Jimmy Carter that I wasn't very fond of. Did, did people sense that Carter was not going to get reelected back in 1980? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I, you know, Carter carried the South, and the only reason he carried the South is because the South was just so Democrat in 1976. Yeah, but what about it, 1980? Uh, well, see, that had played out, I feel like, by then. Okay. I had a grandmother that we used to go back and forth all the time, and she was, oh, Mr. Carter, you know, the back then, he was so great and all this, and but I think by the time he served his term and he seemed to just kind of crawfish almost everything, I think the South, uh, that's when the South was making a rollover to the Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't just local. It was on, I mean, it wasn't just national. You know, we'd already kind of rolling nationally with senators and things. But it was starting to become that way with uh, localized government as far as the change. So I think... I think that had a lot to do with it. And a lot of people, I think that's the reason they didn't see George Bush for the uh, aggressive type uh, political leader that he became. And, you know, the voodoo economics uh, quote that uh, he called it, it it worked. Uh, Reagan got it passed. It worked. It worked perfect. And it took more than eight years for it to roll over and work. But when it did, say, in the middle of uh, Bush's first term, when it rolled over, he um, he got a lot of credit for that. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, the media, the media kind of liked him because he was more one of them than Reagan was. And he, Reagan he did have a balanced budget when he was president from 89 to 93. However, remember when he was when he himself was campaigning in 1988, that's when he did the famous promise, read my lips, no new taxes. But he no ended up raising taxes. taxes which and I, up- I think uh, you're right. You're right. And, I, and that may be when, uh, what what did uh, President Reagan said that, uh, said that George Bush really stands for nothing or something like that. And, uh, you know, it just talks and, and they – that was when he was he was kind of Reagan was helping him with that second campaign and so he told that to friends and that kind of got out 
that he said about Bush stands for nothing. <laughs> and the best I remember, I think Reagan canceled a couple of appearances. Really? That he was going to speak, yeah, because that had gotten out to the public, and he knew they'd throw that at him and throw it up, and he would hurt. He wanted he wanted uh, he wanted Bush to win, but he wasn't a big Bush supporter. And from the way I remember it in those days, the wives really didn't get along either. Uh-huh. And uh, Nancy Reagan and Ms. Bush didn't get along hardly at all. They they were hardly ever seen at the same time. I think I think Reagan kind of come around a little bit, but Nancy Reagan never did. And uh, I I think I remember that they would sometimes eat together when Nancy was out of town on a mission or, or something. Because Nancy really didn't. You know, she was tough. Ms. Bush was tough. And uh, I, I think I could be wrong on this. I don't believe Ms. Bush wanted uh, even President Trump at her funeral. I don't know. No, that was a big, big mess family, you know? back, back in so April it, when that happened. Yeah, so. yeah I know. It was, a, it was a real I was working in Kansas City and didn't get the full side of that. But uh, I know, you know, their son from Florida, who, you know, looked like we were going to have a dynasty there of Bushes. And uh, I actually uh, rode in a car with him when Reagan was campaigning in uh, jail. Yeah. And uh, we had it in Grenada. We had a rally. And, uh, and we had really got behind him down there. And uh, behind Reagan, and that's after you know after the convention, and the campaign was going on then, and and we got him to come speak at uh, a fundraiser we had in Grenada, and Jeb is the one that came, and we went to the airport. I I was just in the car with the uh, the two guys who were really heading it up, but they, they said you want to go out and get Jeb at the airport, and and you know I got kind of a feeling then that it was kind of a silver spoon family. You know, the way Jeb even talked then as a young, young man, mm-hmm. you know, he was really young. I don't know how old, I would say 30, maybe, uh, in 1980, because that's 81. I don't know how old he is today, but it, it's, I remember him as being around 30 or so, you know, about my age. At well, that time. the one thing you can't deny is that George H.W. Bush was a one-term president, and in my lifetime, there's only been two one-term presidents, Bush and Jimmy Carter, and I think most people in the South would all agree that Jimmy Carter, in many ways, was a disaster in the White House. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I tell you, I've heard it said, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, uh, John, but I've heard it said, you know, I was caught up kind of in that uh, uh, desert storm in the Kuwait situation, mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was out at NTC with the Fort Hood uh, artillery units and as a far observer, and they were talking they were going to send us on over there, and I was just called up in the reserve component because they needed a forward observer and I happened to fit the bill at that time. So, uh, you know, we were out there, but the thing ended in about three days, and I think Colin Powell, who was his secretary of defense no i mean his uh what was colin powell he might have been the he was, joint chief's chairman at that time joint chief of staff one and he called that war off and said it's time to quit and let's don't go on to baghdad so it was over with immediately and uh and now you see who colin powell backs and votes for right you know it's, it's that whole bunch of gotten away they were all rhino republicans and they've all gotten completely away from the republican party 
but what I was getting at, I was going to, I've heard it said a lot of times that, uh, if, if the Gulf war, uh, if desert storm rather had taken place a year later, Bush would have probably been reelected because he was so popular after that. Yeah. I I, I remember as a youngster in that year, there was no way you would have ever dreamt that George Bush could have been defeated in 1991. How is this guy going to lose to a guy from Arkansas who's a governor in Arkansas? But it sure (laughs) happened. And it did. And it is, he didn't, he took it for granted, I believe, because he was so popular a year before, you know, his second year in in his uh, first term. His economy had improved so much. And then the Gulf War had made him so popular. And winning that thing in like three days, you know, that was really blown up. But, you know, Kuwait had already been driven out. But um, the Iraqi army turned and turned coat and ran like a doggone rabbit being chased by a fox. Because they ran back across the desert and it ended just immediately. So, and, and oh, by point, the way, just a year or two before that, it was under George H.W. Bush's watch that the Berlin Wall came down and essentially the Soviet Union disintegrated. That's right. And, and that instead was of, as, of mm-hmm. as President Obama said on 60 Minutes Sunday night, that President Bush made sure we didn't spike the football in the end zone when all that happened. We just kind of kept a level head about it and tried not to take off our what were enemies when we became friends and allies and they consider George Bush in many circles the father of modern Germany. I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes on Sunday no, evening, I missed that, yeah. but they had some really good interviews with George W. Bush and Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, even Jim Baker, who was his secretary of state and longtime friend, was featured in that. And, and George W. Bush's son actually said something about him being a one-term president. He said that he thinks his dad will go down in history as being the most successful one-term president. Since we've had two in our lifetime. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> anyway, you know, I'm not really, I'm not down in him at all. I'm just, uh, I, he wasn't, he was, you know, I, I can give you a quote from someone that uh, uh, conservatives might not take a word of uh, truth from, but uh, Jesse Jackson once said, uh, stay out of the bushes. Ah. And so, Greenville, South Carolina's own. <laughs> Jesse Jackson. Yeah, that's right. He said, stay out of the bushes one time. And every time I think about those bushes, when when this dynasty kind of came apart because of Trump, I think of what Jesse Jackson said. And and it did. I mean, if it hadn't been for Trump, uh, Jeb might have got elected. Oh, he was the preordained one. He's the one that all that's the money the was behind. And, that's the and, one they wanted. Yeah. I mean, he was the one. That's the one Nikki Haley was behind and everybody else. And Lo and behold, here's the guy from New York. Totally interrupts that. And really, you have to think, may have made the last few years of the Bushes, of George H.W. Bush's life, not so happy because they had some real problems with the current man in the Oval Office. We are talking with Jerry Short here on the Y'all Show. We're going to get away from talking presidential politics. When we come back, tis the season, and we'll discuss what Christmas is like in Jerry's part of the world. And has he got any decorating going on at the Short Compound? All that is ahead on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Stay with us. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except 
dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Goldmog Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Goldmog Crack Skin Cream. Find it at First Aid at Walgreens. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures. And a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. And welcome back to The Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. Glad to have you back here on this Monday as we get our week started, the first show in the new month. And we are excited to be with you through the Yule Tide. Right now on the program, we continue our discussion with the teller of tales via Takapoa. That would be the great Jerry W. Short. And Jerry, it is De- it's December. So hello, happy December to you. And have you got the Christmas spirit? Well, I always say, uh, you, I think you asked earlier, when was the time to start uh, decorating? And anybody, I just can't imagine decorating before Thanksgiving. I always think like, December 1 is probably a good day there on. And it still leaves you three weeks plus to, for Christmas and then keep it up to New Year's. And you got a month, so that's plenty of time. But I did uh, pull a Chevy Chase today. No way. And, uh, Oh, yeah. I, I went and got all kind of decorations, and I was stringing them down an iron fence in the front of this house. Now, these are were these decorations you already had, or did you have to go splurge? I had some, and I doubled up on them. And, uh-huh. you know, like if you buy them at the end of the season, they were for about 10% of the original cost, but now they got these big signs of 25% off. You know, often they already been marked up 50%. So, mm-hmm. anyway, I, I, I got about anybody ever saw that movie christmas vacation i think chevy chase and i tried to make my uh, house uh here in this town that uh we're not gonna keep it but i thought i'd make it look like a christmas this may be our last christmas here but 
might as well go out with a bang. And I was out front and I was uh, stringing an long and iron fence and cards were stopping. By the time you did something, that's uh, yeah, I know, but I'm lazy. Who, who said before. that? Oh, people stopped. Two or three friends. That ah, I knew okay. Stop in the middle of the road and blow their horn and. So it's about time you did something, about time you did something or something like that. So I kept on because I wanted to really look good by dark and where I could get it cut on, you know, kind of how he did in that movie, as I remember. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to throw the switch and have everything come on at once and the whole city of uh, the town I'm living in not go black all at once. But uh, anyway, uh, I strung stuff everywhere and. My wife came by and she stopped and looked up and it was about to get dark and she took some pictures and so it must have been looking pretty good, but I hadn't seen it. I hadn't been out in the street and uh, I had some lights. I had some of the lights on. I was still hanging some more and I put a big Christmas tree on the front porch and I was putting stuff around posts and columns and things and just going completely overboard. As uh, you have a tendency to do when you get started sometime with things like that. Are you trying to give Melania Trump a run for the money? Uh, no, I'm trying to give that person in. Uh, did you hear this one? The person in um, um, New Jersey has got so much Christmas decorations that it's causing traffic jams. So the city in New Jersey, it's not Old Bunkin, I don't know which place it is, but they have decided penalized and put a $50 fine on the homeowner to pay for the traffic control and other costs that's costing the city that they live in in New Jersey. Huh. Now, isn't that, isn't that nice? $50 and, uh, period or like every hour or how does that work? I, I, did I say $50? Yeah. Pardon me, $50,000. Oh, 50000 okay. Yes. And, <laughs> and uh and, you know, it's kind of like if you remember the guy that founded uh, Popeyes, Arthur Copeland from New Orleans. Al Copeland. Was it Al? Yeah. Arthur Al or one of the two. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's he got another restaurant too? Copeland's, doesn't he? Yeah, and, uh, yeah he's deceased, so, but yeah. Yeah, he did deceased. And, uh, and any Popeyes didn't know they're going strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, anyway, um, he had so he lived out on Lake Pontchartrain and by you and uh and people would just come from all over and ride by there and finally the the uh i think that's in metairie i think they finally decided to uh make him take all he donated all his decorations to different people because they shut him down because people were coming by and it's causing traffic jams and you know, a lot of times the government will take the fun out of Christmas. And, Let's not leave out winning William Jennings Bryan over in Little Rock, Arkansas. He also had a famous display there in the natural state. And every area has somebody that kind of goes a little bit above and beyond with their Christmas displays. I don't know if that's you and your town and the greater Takapola area or not, but maybe you could take that title if you want it. Maybe. Well, I'm not through yet. Now. I'm going to okay. put some more stuff up tomorrow, so. I'll report back to you next week and tell you if I've been penalized, fined, or run out of town. But uh, now, is yours? One, let's 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 kind of get a little sample of what Jerry Short's Christmas display is. It more classy? Is it kind of redneck looking, or is it uh, spiritual? Give us a little idea. Well, it's, it's more. I tell you what, it's really more classical, I guess. Uh, it's not real uh, spiritual. Yeah, and I'm not finished, but <laughs> I've got I've got uh, 
I've got some uh, metal cutouts I got down at Laredo, Texas of Frosty the Snowman and Santa Claus and things like that that you uh, stick in the ground and they are out in the front yard and all that kind of thing. And, and I, the one thing I did buy that uh, is a little bit off base for me is you see these uh, the commercials where you can put stars all over your house with a floodlight. And, yeah. Or you can put any kind of cartoon or whatever you want to put. Yeah. But I I, I kept it uh, I kept it cl- uh, kind of traditional class. I had one it had just northern lights, so it just kind of looks like the northern lights. And I bought one of those to try, and I put it on one end of the house. I see I'm going to have to put another one on the far end mm. to balance it. So that's kind of you know I've got a big Christmas tree on the front porch. Uh, which is a little bit unusual. I've still got to put the wreaths up. I've got all the gates and the, and the walkway gates and, and the handles going up and down. I've got to uh, finish wrapping those with lights. But I've kept them. I've always really liked white lights. Yeah. But I've got a little mixture of colored lights. And uh, I'm going to wrap them around the poles on the front, the white ones, the solid white ones. And so uh, I didn't go. I didn't go too deep, Redneck. I don't think unless I, that's an overkill. All right, but I still haven't heard the word "baby Jesus" yet. So are we not going to put a manger scene? I, I, I haven't done a, 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 a that yet. And you know, historically, I really never have done that. Oh well, uh, you do know why we celebrate Christmas, right? Uh, we don't put an X when we spell it. I understand <laughs> that. And. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, as a, as a child, you know, we just always took, uh, our Christmas, uh, with Christ is going to church or, or if you're Catholic midnight mass, or if you're a Protestant, definitely Sunday, you know, and dress good and do Christmas that way and throw snowballs. If you'd be lucky enough to have snow, which we don't have a lot of maybe one every 10 years or so. We get a snow, a decent snow. And I don't remember, but one Christmas we had a snow in all my uh, years. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, anyway, it's, uh, I, I could do that, but, uh, probably be better off to do a living, uh, scene if I could get a donkey and get some hay and get some stuff and do that. Now I might win the prize for, the best uh, Christmas decoration in this area. Yeah. Well, I got to ask you, Jerry, as a, a person who actually has set foot on the short plantation at one point in my life, the street that you're on, as you do live in a, in the in the greater Takapola area, doesn't right. really uh, it doesn't really provide for a spectator to pull over and stare at your beautiful Christmas display. So, how do you put into a, a, such effort? When it's actually kind of dangerous for the uh, visitors to actually partake of your great display. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, in, in the wintertime, uh, you know, with the foliage off, you've got a, a little broader view. Okay. And uh, also, as a matter of fact, I did go out there with hedge cutters today, and I cut a, the top out of a crepe myrtle, which I usually do in the spring. Mm-hmm. And I went on and cut the top out of it where I could have a vision coming down the hill right. as you come from the east to the west. And it gives probably give me another uh, 
25, 30 yards of uh, visibility coming that way. So, you know, I do a few trickeries like that. I got on my sleeve. Well, uh, like we were talking about these people who've drawn thousands and thousands of people in cars coming by to look at their display. I know for you, for an example, your place, but lots of people who have Christmas displays, they put a lot of effort into it, but they really don't have a road leading into their place that is very, let's say, traffic friendly. That's true. But this is one of the main streets in this town, and yeah. it's uh, in a main residential street. You can see downtown from the top of the hill, but uh, yeah. it it gets a lot of traffic in uh I fixed it up kind of good uh, two years ago, and right. when I first bought it to fix it up and sell it, resell it. Yeah. And uh, last year, uh, my wife was out of the country, and uh, I was working out of state, so I didn't do a lot last year. So I'm trying to make up for it this year. Well, you're but trying I did to get... get a lot of compliments the first uh, two years ago. I did yeah. get a lot of compliments. Yeah. Sounds like you're trying to give Clark Griswold. A run for the money. Yeah, if, if if I if if I can, I've got about as many plug-ins and wires going in different directions as he has. Yeah, and he he shut down Chicago. I think. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, but I don't know if I can shut down this area or not. But hopefully not. You know, because it would probably I would probably get some rotten eggs thrown at me in an area like this. Yeah. Well, as we work our way closer to Christmas, we certainly want to get the short family Christmas traditions and such, because I know it is a, a special weekend, a special time for your family, and you have a rather large family, and that's a great thing. So we're looking forward to learning more about what the Yuletide means in Takapola. But there you go. Jerry, also, before we get out of here, you got a lot of football to go around the, the rest of the holidays and such, so I know that's probably a little bit of the tradition you have at Christmas. Well, it used to really be a big tradition, uh, and you know, still basically, when when you get together, you know, what do you do on on, on those days like Thanksgiving or like a holiday mm-hmm. or a bowl season? That's what the television set is always tuned in on. And so you're either who you're for or who I'm for or who I'm against or who you're against, and you know, it can uh, it can divide a house of uh, a house that's not divided. You don't think and real quick if. Football has a passion in the South that's uh, probably unequaled anywhere else in the United States. I think the rest of the country likes yeah. well, we, bowl sports more. We already announced earlier in the show our bowl locations and such and our college football playoff, and uh, no surprises really with all of that. I know you spent some time in the state of Oklahoma, and so your Sooner fans ought to be pretty happy with things. Well, yeah, I got a call from one that went to the game in Dallas uh, this weekend, and and uh, he's really happy. And uh, it's getting to be the same ones. I, I believe this thing's going to have to go to six or eight. No. Re- Frankly, there should be only – there should be no playoff. And up until about five years ago, this national championship game would have been set. And I think most people would have been perfectly fine seeing Alabama and Clemson play for it all. But now we've got to go through a whole – another weekend of games and such so well i mean i'm perfectly fine with it being like it was in the 50s yeah seven bowl games period and invite who you want to invite and have a new year's day and a december 31st gator bowl and maybe one or two earlier and then four on new year's day and it's all done and mm-hmm. you vote on it and you accept it and move on move so, on uh, that's right 
That's right. Move on. <laughs> and so if, uh, you know, that was good enough then. And I find the passion was just as strong then as, or more so and, than it is today. So, yeah. And it, it gives you something to think about and give you a lot more to argue about. You're right. Jerry so, Shorts. Anyway. And you better, speaking of moving on, you better be moving it on and getting more decorations up there in greater Takapola. Thank you very much for your great input, and we look forward to catching up with you next week here on the All Show. Thank you, Mr. Mr. John. I'll talk to you then. All right. Well, that will conclude our Y'all Show for today. I want to thank everybody for joining us here as we get things going in a whole new week. We'll be right back here tomorrow with Barbecue Talk and much, much more as the Y'all Show rolls on as we have plenty coming your way in the Yuletide. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with us, Southern Axis. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. Find it in First Aid at CVS. Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4hims.com slash happy. Hims connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just 5 bucks, you need to go to 4hims.com slash happy. That's 4hims.com slash happy. See website for full details. Not all services through the Hims platform are available in all 50 states. Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures. And a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.